What is going on tribe? It's your man Clef and this is episode 18 of the Social African Show. You already know it's the Social African Show where we chop it up with entrepreneurs of African origin. And today we've got none other than my brother. Oliver Kinzonzi is in the building, tribe. Respect, 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 respect. Blessings, blessings. Thank you, brother, from another. My brother, Oliver. What is going on, bro? From another, indeed, man. Thank you so much for having me on your platform. I'm very grateful, and I'll give a big shout-out to the listeners, and they would have logged in, and I really encourage everyone to support your platform. It's a wonderful thing you're doing to showcase and have other entrepreneurs you know, so you can set a trend. So, so yeah, thank you. That's awesome, bro. It's my honor, absolute honor having you on the show. Are you ready to rock? Yep. Ready. Born ready. You already know. <laughs> Let's do it. For those who don't know, Oliver Kinzonzi is a London-based creative. He's the CEO and founder of New Build Creative Resources, an organization that helps young people gain qualifications, and build careers in the music industry. Oliver is passionate about changing lives and creating careers. Mm-hmm. Oliver, yeah, I've told the tribe a little bit about you, bro. Take it away. Let's talk about your personal life and a bit about your African heritage as well. Yes. Um, my name is Oliver. Uh, mid-30s, living in East London, from Congolese origin. Um, initially, um, I'm part of the hustle and bustle of London, really, even though I live in East London, but it's, it's the whole of UK is integrated and you have to just do what's best to get by. So I'm in the creative industries. Um, I run an organization called New Build Creative Resources. It is a uh, learning center and a record company. Uh, learning center being that we deliver traineeships, which is like a pre-apprenticeships for young people aged 16 to 24 that are not in education, employment or training. And uh, we get them qualifications, help them with the GCSEs, get them into work placements, and we have to give them an outcome. And they do that by putting out music, like music projects. Like uh, over the last few years, we've put out a string of music releases with young people as well, engaging on the business side, which in a hands in hindsight becomes like um transferable skills. Like if you can put a music project together and send it on iTunes, you can sell a mortgage, you know, or, you know, or, or mobile phone contract. You know, so yeah, exactly that. Uh, it's transferable skills. So the fact that they do it through music releases enables me to function as a record company. Now, if you remember back in the days when I used to do music videos with Rapid and stuff like that in the middle of work. Um, and that is what, and just the fact that it, it, it was fun, people engaged. So that's my, Day-to-day life, like, you know, I am, I'm very passionate about young people. I'm very passionate about my local environment and infrastructure. And I just, my day-to-day life is that, but other than that, my African background is I'm Congolese, Bakongo on my father's side, uh, mum's side from Bandundu, but obviously you take on dad's side, really, don't you? <laughs> yeah, uh, we all do, don't we? <laughs> yeah, so obviously your father, dad was a politician, mm-hmm. yeah, well-known university lecturer, so I've kind of, 
Yes, yeah, so I was going to say back in the day when we used to drop the name Kinzonzi, everyone looked and said, "Oh yeah, wow, yeah. Wow, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah, yeah. So he, they, they, two generations deep, they, they did their thing. So I'm trying to do money, and I guess that that kind of pushes me as an entrepreneur as well. Even though I never really wanted to be initially, I wanted to just fall back in the car and just give advice. But I think the need of wanting to live up to like my heritage, my African heritage in particular. And my name, like, really, really drives me. So, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's pretty much my background. And uh, I hope to do big things back home as well. Awesome. So, yeah, I was going to say, do you, do you visit Congo at all? Or? Yeah. I mean, I, last time I went, I mean, the the, the the situation politically is is quite tense at the moment. Um, So I'm just standing back for a while. But the last time I went was in 2015. I can't trust the function somehow, doesn't it? And you have to respect institutions and... I, I try not to comment on any political views uh, like that per se. Well, I just say that inter- institutions have to function and uh, the people need to also have a routine in the cycle. It's a, it, The place has potential and I'm very hopeful and pro- prosperous and hopefully it could be a place for retirement as well, you know? You know? Yes. But, uh, <laughs> That's interesting. That is interesting. Thanks for taking us there because it's, it's super deep. Like I said, it's it's that last name and you talked about it driving you. Now, is that like a pressure thing or is it like a driver? How do you see it? It's it's, it's like three things, yeah? Mm. It, it, it's like, if you're an automatic, it's like the, the, the gas and the brake. My name is, Oliver's one, and I accept that, but my actual name is Fumu. Mm-hmm. Fumu uh, means a lead, like a leader, like um. Like kind of a responsible someone that's kind of like I won't say the CEO, head. but someone that leads, you know, yeah, the head of something, the chef, um, as we say in Ghana, and then Vutukidi is the return. So it is like again, like I said, the best way to describe it is like the gas and the brake. You know, it, it is pressure, a lot of pressure, because Fumu comes from my grandfather. It was who, who came into um, growth in the early like nineteen twenties, while colonization was all over Africa. He was able to travel all around Portugal, Spain, France, the UK, and spoke all these languages and was very widely accepted without throughout the community. So he was my grandfather, uh, Fumu, and my father initiated the um, accounting framework of the entire Zairean nation. Oh, wow! And uh, was a very well known lecturer and stuff like that. So I carry these two names next to me and like on one end it does definitely motivate me and I have to go above and beyond but on the other end as well it's it's a lot of pressure. It is to live up. Wow. <laughs> big, big, big shoes to fill, which is interesting. But like I said, you're doing your thing and uh, just just keep winning. With the actual business, new build creative helping young people and all of that stuff. Let, let's talk about the actual business. What is it you do and how do you do it? We deliver traineeships, um, which is a, a government, was well, really a government initiative initiated by the, um, the Skills Funding Agency that is designed, designed to tackle youth unemployment and disengagement. So we deliver qualifications for 16 to 24 year olds and also people that are 24 plus. And throughout those qualifications, we have to get them into some form of outcome, which is apprenticeships, further education, self-employment. And uh, we also operate as a record company. That means that we put out music every quarter per se on the basis of 
the training activities that we do. We're based in Bow, East London at the moment. We're in partnership with an amazing organization named Polynor. And uh, we're working with other organizations as well, like the Color Network, uh, which is run by Kojo. It's the place to be. I advise anyone listening, please, 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 please come on down and get qualifications. There's bursary payments involved um, and you get to progress onto good things. It's to help engage communities. Like, you know what I mean? Who, we all want to be somewhere where everyone is working or doing something and, you know, engaging itself and then we all become taxpaying citizens, <laughs> can't we? Straight up. That's, that's crazy because um, it, it's, I, I obviously had the opportunity of knowing you and working with you. And that's one of the things the tribe needs to pick up. You call me Vic, which is only people that I've worked with. We worked together in the city of London before doing the entrepreneurship thing. It was a blessing for me to, to have worked with you. Like it, oh, was truly, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a truly oh, blessing. Man. I that's feel awesome. Honestly, I say all I do is win. My name should be Victor. <laughs> <laughs> you get me, brother. You know, so we were both city boys, suit and tie, doing the city thing. But then how did it all change? I mean, how did you go from obviously doing the city thing to now trying to help all these young kids stay away from trouble and better their lives and better the economy? The ultimate game changer is my daughter, Zara Bonda. I call her, I think you remember even from when she was born. Yes, yes, I do. Like when I came into work and I was just so full of life and I just, I really decided that I really want to do like an imprint, do something meaningful. I really wanted to do something for her the same way that my dad did me in terms of the name that I've got. So that drove me to kind of establish something. Can I just, I looked at my environment and I was always like a big fan of like music and I was quite enthusiastic about it. Yeah, matter of fact. Yes, you were always in. I remember I used to always come into work and I say, oh, did you hear this shoe by Rochi? Shout out to Rochi, by the way. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, my brother. We'll catch up soon. Yeah. Happy birthday to Rochi. Um, it was his birthday the other day and I've been so blessed to have actually met people like that who actually even inspired me and given me the courage uh, that per se. So it was the love of music and love of my environment and just wanting people to live a better life. Just, just create opportunities, which is why Nebo's slogan is uh, uh, changing lives and creating careers. That's deep, bro. Because the reason why I made that comparison is to look at what your actual area of expertise is, right? So you've done the city thing and now you're doing the entrepreneurship thing. What would you hold on to as your actual area of expertise? Economics, to the fullest extent. The whole element of rational thinking and like business psychology in terms of output revenue and your markets just the rational thought of maximizing utility that means making the best use of any resource that you have that's that's the most general way i can do it let's just make sure that i put my thoughts energy resources what i have so i can get the best result i see that's crazy now the entrepreneurship game you've been doing your thing even whilst working in the city, I know we were doing side projects and yep. we kept talking about the whole yep. entrepreneurial yep. Yep. journey. Yep. What can you hold on to as your lowest entrepreneurial moment so far? When I lost my daughters, when they relocated to Germany. Mm. It's like um, having two lungs removed. Sometimes you go so hard, you can focus so much on one thing that you may lose sight and focus on another one regardless of what your goal is so that's definitely my lowest point because that's who I was doing it for Ouch. 
That's deep. Now, that is so deep that I'm dying to hear your answer to the next question, which is, what steps did you take to get out of that to where you are now? Because you're clearly winning in the game. Thank you, bro. I'm still trying. I'm not nowhere near where I want to be at yet, but I'm still trying. Thank you for that. But um, to come out of that, sink or swim. Mm. I know that if if I'm consumed by this detachment of my lungs, which again, which is my daughters and... I fall off the rails or what have you. Um, I knew that, you know, that's the worst that could happen. So I, there's this choice to either sink or swim, and I decided to swim. And I'm still swimming, trying to get out. <laughs> that is just deep. Now, I, I'm trying to kind of put myself in a position where that sort of thing happens to me. Now, it's, it's like, I mean, how do you even start? What's the first step you take? Um, did, did you go down the road of reading stuff? Did you just get up and crack on? How did you swim? When you say swim, what do you mean? Just knowing what losing means and, and seeing other people that used to be really good and like because something similar had happened to them, I saw at what point it got to them and how like they, they had no hope. And like, I just, just didn't want to be in that position. And I knew that, I just knew that this, 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 cause it's certain things I had to do. I knew that I had to just hang in there and deliver qualifications and recruit candidates. Like no matter what financial obstacle was there, I knew that that's what I had to do. And there were things sometimes that almost like, I won't say heaven sent, but almost spiritual where things were getting in my way. And I knew that I just had to, no matter what, tunnel vision. Tunnel vision, actually. Yeah, that's my answer. Tunnel vision. Straight up. That's crazy. Now, you touched on it earlier with things being heaven sent, you know, happening at the right time. When was the moment that it all occurred to you that you can actually build a business around the passion of music? When I got my subcontract, this was in um, between November 2015 and January to February 2016. My Lord. That was the, um, that's when all the sacrifices I, I kind of, kind of feel were worth it because I then earned half of my yearly salary at the bar in a month. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Like, really, like, and I knew that it could only go up from, from that point onwards. So when I signed that ESF contract mm -hmm. and we recruited the learners and, um, we did what we had to do and that first payment came in. I thought to myself, oh my God, that this is, you know, and then I realized this is, yeah, this is, damn, like, you know, like, it's real, you know. Like, I can sit down with one day, maybe with Leo or Didi or, or it's possible, you know. And I realized that, like, and I would advise anybody to just focus on something that, that is as rare as a diamond. Because the path that I chose to go and take, it's, it's like almost like someone trying to be a doctor or someone or like doing something that's complicated or like being an architect, you know, to be a great, it's hard. And the more scarce your supply is, yeah, the higher the price. That's economics again right there. Wow. <laughs> the more scarce the commodity, yep. the higher I the, the price. The more scarce what you can do is, yeah, the more scarce what you can do is the, the higher the price you can demand. Based on the actual market demand as well, you have to know your market, and this is why I'm terrified. Sorry, after I had this, this is why I'm terrified about the EU leaving Brexit. Um, I'm scared. I'm scared because the contract I'm running is an ESF contract. I see. So if we leave the European Union, that's a bit, you know, scratching my head. Mm. 
dodgy waters. Yes. Uh, but um, like like you said, sink or swim, and you've been swimming, and I, I don't think you would stop now. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't drown. I can't drown. I can't sink. No. No way. <laughs> That's crazy. Now, like I said, it's an honor having you on the show. I can feel the buzz. I'm buzzing off your energy. I'm just going to ask if you've got anything that you're working on right now that's got you buzzing, Oliver. I'm really excited about working with um, the Color Network and my brother Kojo uh, on that as well and just delivering more media traineeships and just looking forward to what coming together as organizations and just, uh, I've got an album coming out as well, um, In The Mix, Volume 1 compilation. It's mostly about up and coming talented young people that are just showcasing their talent and what they're about and what they're worth. So there's that and just, just running more traineeships and more opportunities, you know, so it's really about exciting traineeships within with the color network and the in the mix album. It, sh- it should be out mid November on digital releases. Again, just a variety of pure organic talented young people. Nice. Nice. Sounds very exciting and I'm super excited for you. Let's talk about the Caller Network. Can you talk talk about that um, a little more? What's that about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally an um, uh, 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 internet TV um, channel, which is run on the internet, uh, spearheaded by Kojo, the comedian who's like obviously a big radio personality uh, as well. So he's launched that. That's just literally picking up on edge of the, 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 the Black Magic Awards, um, which is like, really, really good. And um, really enhances like black business women as well. Again, it's just onwards and upwards. And again, I I, I see them very soon being uh, not even on the Sky Digital box, but even on your free view. Like you know, to them being that literally the equivalent of the UK's BET. You know, and um, proud to be connected and affiliated, and you know, and delivering wonderful media traineeships with them as well. Check them out, Color Network. I will link uh, it up. I will definitely link it up because it sounds really good. And reach out to them as well, see if we could do anything because that is right up my street. Sounds good. And <laughs> I wish you all the very best with that, bro, like I said. But as you know, right now, it's time to take you straight into the lion's den, my brother. Are you ready? Ooh, let's, go. Let's, go. Ah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. Quick fire questions. I'll throw them at you as you come back. We'll put the lions to sleep. Let's start with the very first one, which is, what is the best African saying you've ever heard? Wumila. Wumila um, means long live. I wish everyone a long life. Everyone. Could you say that again? Was that in Lingala just now? Lingala, yeah. Wumila. Wumila. And that's Wumila. wishing everybody a long life. Yes. That's a very African thing. <laughs> that's awesome. Now, before you built the brand, before you started the whole new build creative, helping the youngsters and going down that road, getting that check and thinking, wow, it's happy days. What was holding you back from building your brand? People around me, people around me that just want to be comfortable, comfortable in the sense of they were just content with what they had and didn't want to go further. Mm. That makes sense. Like just, yeah. just telling me not to take the risk. Mm. And I listened to them. Then one day I just decided, no, I'm not going to listen to you. Wow. <laughs> That's deep. Now, do you, do you do um a lot of social media? Yeah, I do. Awesome. Which would you say is your favorite social media platform uh, just now? I say Instagram. Instagram because you can do, it connects you to Facebook and Snapchat as well. So that if you're active on Instagram, you can be active across that your, your, your stories you can put on Instagram and then you can just upload it on Snapchat afterwards and you can just 
link it to even Twitter, even. Okay, wow. Hashtag active. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I need to be a bit more, I, I, don't, I need to be a bit more, but I can't be too much. I can't be too, it's not good to just write your little on social media. And uh, it's so easy to do it sometimes. And uh, again, in business, sometimes when you reach certain heights, like you start to lose yourself. Something so saying that as well, like, like look at Donald Trump. Like, like, can you imagine? <laughs> look at him. Mm-hmm. His Twitter fingers. Okay. Yeah, so Instagram, Instagram, definitely Instagram. Snapchat. I am very wary of Snapchat because it's all about who please you. I see. Yeah, a whole <laughs> heap of people on there who don't talk to you, who you've heard wish you bad, and this is that, and the twenty fifth amendment and whatever. But they're still viewing. And then, they're still viewing and they won't miss a single snap. So I'm very, when I got things going on, the other day I was flying back from Paris. Um, there was a storm happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not want to snap my journey at all because I knew that if I snap my journey, someone would have watched it and just wish that some lightning or thunder hits the plane. <laughs> some evil so, person. Until the pain landed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk daily routines, bro. I mean, for me, is meditation. Take ten to fifteen every morning and meditate. Now, do you have a daily routine that you do that contributes to your success? Praying uh, every day because I need to pray more than I do than I actually do. I need to definitely be more religious than I am and, and do more. So it's a link between praying. And a cash flow forecast. A cash flow forecast shows me what I'll earn at the end of the year or the week or the month. So I, um, I take a look at that and I just jump out no matter how tired, no matter how stressful it is, no matter how much pressure, no matter what email I've read the day before, I just get up, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. And again, my dog is like, you know, again, I'll, I'll send him a little email and say that, look, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to do this for you and I'll try, I try to speak to them every day. And um, that, yeah, that's my routine. Just, just petrol. Routine should be like petrol. I'm like a, it's like a car. You know, you have to put petrol in the car. Car goes like, you know, and again, just knowing what the company's potential is is what keeps me going. Do you read a lot of books? I do, yes. Now, if you were to recommend a book for the tribe to check out, what book would it be and why? Okay, I'm going to tell you why, yeah? Some people from the tribe would think I'm a bit crazy or whatever, yeah? The Wealth of Nations, yeah? By um, Adam Smith. This is a book about pure capitalism that was initially published in um, 1776. Yeah. This will give us a bigger understanding of um, the way the industrialized nations work yeah? and why even slavery occurred. And again, this is what's pushed me to be more conservative. I'm more center right now because I'm kind of understanding what it takes to fuel governments and, to, you know, the developed world. Basically, in a nutshell, we all need to be entrepreneurial. That's it. And this book, if you understand, the, if you can delve between the science of it, you'll be honest. But yeah, man, Adam Smith, The Wealth of Nations. That is fantastic. And like I said, bro, I had no doubt. But just to let you know, you have conquered the lion's den, my brother. Whoa, <laughs> 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 I had no doubt. We are starting to wind things down. Like I said, it's been a pleasure talking to you. We can chop it up all day, as you know. Um, but we'll end the show with uh, a deep question. One of the last questions, well, the last question on the show. And the question is, if you had 24 hours to live, just think, Oli, what would you do? I would um, fly 
to where my daughters are. I will sit them down. I will give them access to my Dropbox. Um, mm-hmm. show them everything I know. Give them logins to all my emails and everything so I can have all my contacts. Have a very thorough conversation with them about keeping their womanhood and waiting mm-hmm. to get married proper and just being good women. And then I'll give them uh, my, my, my bank details. <laughs> Straight up. Um, just for them to, uh, and, and make sure they know how to continue new build. That's it. Like, I, I'll just make sure that they know them to know, um, how to continue. So family thing. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. Now, like I said, we're drawing it to an end. We'll end it all mm-hmm. with you sharing a few words of wisdom. You've been bringing the fire, but let's have a few more. And the best way that we can connect with you across digital. Try to live. It's not easy, but try to live every day like it's your last. Really try to push beyond the limit and shoot for the moon. Really aim high in life. Shoot for the moon. If you miss the moon, I guarantee you, you'll be amongst the stars. That's, that's without a question. So just, just believe, really, really believe. Anyone that doubts you, bless them with success. Just bless them by succeeding and don't look down on them and say, oh, ha, did it, eh, 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 eh. Not that, but just encourage them and look, man, that, you know, you can do this. Straight up. And what's the best way that we can connect with you across digital? Uh, Twitter, at Kinzonzi. That's K-I-N-Z-O-N-Z-I. The same as Snapchat and Instagram. K-I-N-Z-O-N-Z-I. On Facebook, you can't miss me. On Facebook, you can't miss me if you add that name. <laughs> I'll, I'll link it all up. I'll link it all up. And finally, if there's members of the tribe that know any young people or any young people listening that want to get on the new build to do the music and get qualifications and better themselves, how would they do that? Email at, sorry, email oliver at polino.co.uk. O-L-I-V-E-R at polynos, P-O-L-I-N-O dot co dot U-K. Or snap me, my snap is Kinzonzi, K-I-N-Z-O-N-Z-I. Or tweet me the same, K-I-N-Z-O-N-Z-I. That is grand. Like I said, I'll link it all up in the show notes. Get the tribe, check it out. Get it all up on the web and we'll go from there, bro. Like I said, I can chat to you all day, but it's been an honor having you on the show. Thank you. It's my pleasure, bro. For everything you do, I salute you, the tribe. We all salute you and wish you all the very best. We'll catch up soon, bro. Thank you. Thank you. I wish you the best as well. Your maximum exposure on your show and I I really want to see it flourish and that as well. I really, really do. Hey, tribe. I really enjoyed that. I hope you did too. Kicking it with your man, Clef and the one and only Oliver Kinzonze. Now head over to the socialafricanshow.com for detailed show notes. Links to connect with Oliver. Links to all the resources we talked about, including the books. Coming up next on the Social African Show is the first coach you should have called to multiply your business profits. Keep it locked this way, tribe. I'll catch you later. Peace.